Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We are still studying the book of Esther, which ends still in chapter 7, looking at verses 7 and 8 in the God's Word translation. The king now knows who is that wicked person with this plot to kill people, including his wife, his queen, and he is very unhappy. He is furious, uh, is what the uh, scripture says, but let's listen to God's Word. And again, we're still keeping our hearts and minds and prayers on the people in the Ukraine and also people in Russia that are caught up in all of this conflict, all this confusion. But let's listen to God's word. The king was furious as he got up from dinner and went into the palace garden. But Haman stayed to beg Queen Esther for his life because he saw that the king had a terrible end in mind for him. When the king returned from the palace garden to the palace dining room, Haman was falling on the couch where Esther was lying. The king thought, is he even going to rape the queen while I'm in the palace? Then the king passed sentence on him and servants covered Haman's face. Again, that's Esther chapter 7, verses 7 and 8 in the God's Word translation, which titles it, Esther Brings About Haman's Downfall. I'll be back to share insights and we'll close with prayer. This is Hope Scott. I am your host of Five Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thanks for listening, subscribing, and following my podcast. You can find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Good Pods, or wherever you hear podcasts. Also, please like and follow Five Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. Again, that was Esther chapter 7, verses 7 and 8, read from the God's Word translation. And in this section, Haman will meet his doom. Upon learning the truth of Haman's plot, which he had not bothered to get the details of before, King uh, Xerxes becomes infuriated and leaves the uh, banquet to go to the palace garden. Vexed at himself that he should have been such a fool as to doom an innocent nation to destruction and his own queen among them upon the base, base suggestions of a self-seeking man without examining the truth of his allegations. Remember, uh, in the very beginning, Haman told the king that there's a group of people who live among us who will not follow your rules and they do what they want to do, all because Mordecai would not bow or bend to Haman. And because he felt slighted or um, like he wasn't being respected or whatever the reason, Haman set out to kill all the Jews in the provinces. The king signed a decree, not understanding what the decree was about. 
who he was who Haman was accusing. But let me continue reading. Why the king leaves at this moment is unknown, but it's setting the scene for the final turning point of the narrative. Just as Esther was forced to plead for her life uh, to the king, Haman is forced to plead for his life, and he's pleading with the queen. According to the customs of the time, Esther would have been reclining on a couch during the banquet. Laman, Haman, I'm sorry, Haman lay in terror at, at Esther's feet to beg for his life. And just remember, Esther didn't have that opportunity. Haman made this, um, this pact, this, this uh, decree, this plan without taking anyone into consideration but himself. And here he is laying at the feet of uh, the queen, one he did not know was a Jew, first of all, but his plan was to kill every Jew in the kingdom. So now he's at her feet begging for his life. And the king, once he comes back in, he says, What? Will he force the queen also before me in the house? Not that he thought that uh, Haman had any such intentions, but having been uh, walking around thinking about what's going on, he's thinking of um, Haman's design to slay the queen and finding him in this posture. He takes a ca occasion from it that um, Haman is trying to vent his passions upon the queen and that he's either trying to rape her or trying to kill her. He didn't know for sure. So as um, he thinks of him as a man with no scruples and um, the most imprudent piece of wickedness, as there he is probably attacking the queen. Haman may have been begging at her feet and perhaps grabbing them in the process as he fell before Esther's couch. He also could have been could have moved himself to the same couch. So as you can imagine, when the king walks in and this is what he sees in any man, if he walks in, he's going to wonder what is going on. Is he uh, trying to rape my wife? Is he trying to harm my wife? What is going on? So this is the scene he walked into. Either way, the guidelines surrounding the king's harem was were extensive. And Haman was, had likely broken the guidelines by even being near Queen Esther while alone. And then a Jewish writing says that the angel Gabriel pushed Haman. So he fell on Esther's couch just as King Xerxes was coming back into the room. And that's an interesting thought because remember, God is in the plans. He is, he's aware. He's uh, his hand is over everything that's going on in this story. And then Haman's face is covered. Haman's head was covered as preparation for the execution. Uh, earlier, Haman willingly covered his head. Uh, now his face is unwillingly covered. Covering the face of a condemned person was probably customary. It certainly would have helped with keeping him or her in custody until execution as it would disorient, disorient, orientate, 
disorientate, I'm sorry, <laughs> the offender. Let's pray. I want to end with two familiar prayers. One is the Lord's Prayer as found in Matthew chapter 6, verses 9 through 13. And the other is simply says, Lord, help. And that's Psalm 12 and 1. So, Father, as we come before you, again, we're praying for those who need you right now. Those who are in harm's way. God, we pray again that race is not a factor in saving people who are trying to get out of the Ukraine. Uh, God, those who need you, need you in a special way. They need your help. They need your guidance. They need your protection. They need your angel uh, protection. So as David said, Lord, help. And as you taught your disciples to pray in these words, it says, Our Father in heaven, may your name be kept holy. May your kingdom come now. May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today the food we need and forgive us our sins as we have forgiven those who sin against us. And don't let us yield to temptation, but rescue us from the evil one. And Father, we're praying for rescue. We're praying for saving. And we're thanking you in advance. And again, simply, we're saying, Lord, help. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed.